Welcome, everyone, to the Launchpad here in Puckburg, a podcast for the daring, do bad, and good puck tales on the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. I am your host, Kyle Sullivan, aka Shaggy Von Doom, with another episode of Puck Tales. Woo woo! <laughs> and today we have none other than Fourth Line Beauty herself, Shelby. How is it going? I'm good. How are you doing? Ah, oh, it's another day in paradise. Another day in paradise. We wanted to uh, get you on today and talk about your hockey story. I know people can find you on Instagram at the fourth line beauty. And we wanted to get the story on exactly what it was with the game of hockey that secured your fandom. So let's get to that origin point to start it out. Um, What about the game of hockey stood out to you where you're like, you know what? I think this is going to be the sport I can get behind. So I have to back it up a couple of years and I did roller derby. Hey. So I started roller skating and then I got into roller derby. And then about four or five years ago, I got into hockey and I was like, mm, this is like 10 times better than like roller <laughs> derby because like I'm like, you get a stick. So like I know what to do with my hands. I don't have to sit there like awkwardly. Oh, that's incredible. Uh, I think you might be the first guest we've had here in Puckburg with a roller derby background. So congratulations uh so um whereabouts in the world are you located i'm in portland oregon tell me about the roller derby scene in portland oregon we have the rose city roller girls and they actually had i don't know if it's still on there but they had a netflix special that actually talked about like what got them started and like the scene of roller derby and everything that's incredible um i'll have to check that out that's absolutely incredible so you got your start in roller derby um i guess now thinking about it sitting here i guess it does translate to hockey in some aspects so what about uh who what team did you latch on to when it came to your fandom um or what moment was it that you decided to cross over from the roller derby aspect into the game of hockey itself so the roller like obviously roller skating's not well now it's coming back because like there's everything there's everything but it wasn't that popular in eugene and so there was only like one rink and now we don't have any roller rinks around except we have oaks park now but it was like a kind of a dying sport so i was like well i need to find something else and then i strapped on ice skates and ever since then and actually I never had a toe pick so I didn't know what that was like so I only had hockey skates that's and yeah you know you don't even think about that aspect when you see like your local uh, roller rink like you know kind of close its doors and that scene kind of going away you don't even think about it being necessary for like the roller derbies and that that whole the roller aspect of things so when it comes to that transition 
of basically roller derbies and the roller skating aspect of uh, pop culture kind of going away. And you talked about the toe pick of the ice skates. Um, how has that transition been for you getting into hockey from everything you learned in roller derby? So it's a, I personally, a lot of people are like a rollerblades. It's so much easier to learn on, but if you're on quads your whole life and you have, so you have like the four wheels and you have a toe stop. Well, that's like basically translates into like figure skating and like a toe pick. So it's really hard to learn not that to have like a toe stop. But other than that, I think it translates pretty easy. It's like riding a bike, I feel like. But finding my edges, that's the tough part. But I mean, I just hold up my reputation on the fourth line. <laughs> that's We had a guest on um, early when it comes to here in Puckburg talking about the transition from roller blades to ice skating. And he, it's uh, Vinny Milani. He does the uh, rough cut sports cast on Belly Up Sports. He talked about finding his edges took him a while. He said yeah. that, was, that was a rough transition. So I can imagine you're losing the reliability of the toe, uh, your, your toe stop. And now you got to find your edges. On yeah. Rollerblades. So I bet you that's, that's a nice little learning curve. And then like, you can't have the stick over. Cause I mean, at one point I did look like a tripod. <laughs> yeah finding your balance with a stick you're learning all those aspects of the inline skate with a stick i bet you that's a a lot of brand new concepts all at once yeah <laughs> so tell me about the hockey scene in oregon um i mean i'm here in right outside of birmingham alabama so it's two states not really known for a hockey scene so tell yeah. me what it looks like out in oregon well we have the winter hawks and that's about it, except we have the Kraken. So now I feel like I can join the Kraken now and not be, like, left out. Because I'm like, I had the Sharks, but I don't, I don't know. I'm just not a Shark person. I think, and at the time of this recording, we're recording this literally the day after the expansion draft. So if any brand-new free agent signings are on the horizon, we don't know about them yet, but... Tell me about what you thought about the Kraken draft. I think the collective hockey hashtag hockey Twitter um, assessment was the jerseys are slick, but the roster is sick in the opposite direction. What do yeah. you think about the Kraken as they're composed right now? I saw someone on Instagram and they quoted, they're like, it's an AHL team. I'm like, hmm, pretty much it. I thought they would at least take like Tarasenko. I I was praying that they didn't take Carey Price. So yeah. pray to the hockey god. <laughs> Seattle didn't take Carey Price. But I'm like, they could have at least taken at least one big name. Yeah, I was honestly surprised. Like they were going after Tarasenko for a little bit and they were going after Landeskog for a little bit. And I know there's a, a, a wealth of talent that they need to offload in Tampa Bay. So I figured they'd be going after at least some of that. But um, who am I to doubt Ron Francis and what he's doing? But we'll find out exactly how this team's going to look when they hit the ice. And I think their first game is against Vancouver this year. Yes. Uh, so that's that's going to be basically right on opposite sides of you. So yeah. 
that'll be that'll be fun so to, so you said you like the sharks do you have at one point and now you're um latching onto the kraken what um when it comes to the nhl or any professional hockey league nwhl the minors um where do you have your uh, allegiances when it comes to that so i started off as a blackhawks fan and then i kind of like straight away because i'm like i don't know what team i'm really a fan of because i love like austin matthews i love 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 nick dowd and yeah. he played on the kings so i mean i had that technically the kings was like my first team because it was my first nhl jersey i went and saw the kings that was my first nhl game i technically if you count preseason and ironically enough nick dowd was born and raised an hour and a half north of where i live yep so i know nick dowd well and i was cheering for him in the playoffs um yeah he i do like i do enjoy some nick dowd it's a local kid so it's awesome that even all the way out in oregon and here in alabama there's a connection when it comes to hockey and we're both uh, two hockey fans in two states that really don't you, like it's easier for you to pick an NHL team because you don't have a local team so you can kind of just sit there and pick like I'm a yeah. I'm a Colorado Avalanche fan and a New Jersey Devil fan but like it's easy to pick so I was interested to see where you fell on that like you mentioned the Sharks the Kraken and the Blackhawks so yeah I can I could totally get behind that that yeah. wide vast palette I know for a fact, though, my Canadian team, because I feel like I can have a Canadian team and I can have, like, a USA team. And I'm like, my Canadian team for sure has to be the Vancouver Canucks. Mad respect there. Love yeah. Them. Love the Canucks. I've, yeah, they're, they're just a team that, like, they don't really upset you if you're a fan of another team. But, I mean, they're always a pleasure to watch no matter how great they are. So, yeah, I've always loved the Canucks, and we missed the Sedines. Miss watching them on the ice. Those were they were they were so good. But um, so with the Kraken, that's coming up. You got that to look forward to. Um, what are you involved in now when it comes to the game of hockey? So I uh, before COVID pandemic, I was a scorekeeper and of fourth line hockey player like I didn't have to eval for to go into beer league because my husband my now husband he's a Zamboni driver he saw me skating and he he told the hockey director he was like she's she's bad she's <laughs> bad she doesn't need like just don't have her waste her money she's <laughs> bronze league <laughs> but like um you're still going through that process of learning to skate. Um, what are your big pros and cons when it comes to the game right now? Oh, well, I just actually bought the Mars blades. I jumped into the Mars blade thing. So now I'm not on ice currently. I'm trying roller and that's like a whole new thing now. <laughs> yeah. And, and you mentioned it earlier, the, the roller hockey scene is starting to really take off again. Like it did in like the earlier, like the nineties, like it's, it's starting to get a Renaissance and starting to come back. And it's, um, it's been really fun to watch like the, the blade gang, like you mentioned and all that stuff trending around the socials. Like 
Blade Gang starting to come back. And yeah. And I love the the hashtag mental miles. I think that's an amazing movement. Yes, absolutely. Gotta get behind uh, that's such a good cause. And I just I love everything behind that. Yeah, I was so I was watching him go and then finally hit Oregon. I was like, finally, hockey player in Oregon. <laughs> it's it's so cool and like it's it's those little aspects of uh the hockey community that just kind of pop up in random states and it thanks to social media like the pandemic kind of forces all to ingest more social media than we were accustomed to but you get to find that hockey community and connection through that so i mean yeah. it, it got to link the hockey fans in alabama and oregon and find nicked out as a common thread so Okay. yeah and i remember the, uh the other podcast men behind the mitts they're the caps like only and i remember harassing them i'm always like nicked out nicked out nicked out i was like nicked out with the hattie nicked out with the hattie and i think one night he got really close to yeah. his hat but at least he got a goal every game that's what i was happy about yeah he's i mean kind of gets overshadowed with a lot of the talent on that roster but i mean he's a he's a great player and Seattle could have took it. He was unprotected. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, do I want him? To, I was like, I want him to stay on the Cavs because he did, he's like doing really good with them, and he's like connecting with all the lines and whatever. And I'm like, don't go. But at the same time, I want you. Yeah, it would. He would have looked really good. Oh, and this is a good question. When it comes to the Kraken, are you the home or the away? Which is your favorite of the two? Because that's also a point of contention right now. Is it those light jerseys or the dark jerseys are your favorite as currently? I have to go dark. Interesting. Incredible. Just because I think about like as a fan point, I'm like, you get beer spilled on you at any time. You get nachos. You can get, I don't want to have a light jersey and have it all stained. <laughs> yep, That's that's a very good point. Uh, I remember during the expansion draft, a bunch of the uh, belly up sports hockey personalities, we all got on and did a live stream during the expansion draft and when those jerseys it was our first experience seeing them like for real other than concept art and i think a lot of people were really leaning to that clean look of the away jersey but it was just it was, it's always nice to see new jerseys it's always incredible on socials when new jerseys are debuted for either like minor league teams or when the riveters oh. debuted their new logo in the nwhl like it's it's always great hockey talk and we got to experience that during the expansion draft. So I was curious about what side of the coin you fell into. Cause I love the color numbers on the dark jerseys. That teal is just incredible. Yeah. But, but um, you can't go too light. <laughs> yeah. True. True. Um, I'm interested to see what their merchandise looks like going forward as well. Um, they, they've got a lot to market there in Seattle and hopefully they could get some really good players to put in those jerseys as well. Yes. <laughs> so now you're, uh, and if you want to follow Shelby and her journey with the, the blade gang and the Oregon roller hockey, um, the scene, how will they go about finding you on the socials? Fourth line beauty. Uh, that's, are you just Instagram? I'm Instagram and I have a TikTok. And a TikTok. Yeah. I'm terrible at posting, but I have a TikTok. So if you want to follow her, you absolutely, 
I, we will tag it when this episode drops so everybody can go follow your journey. It's absolutely incredible. Go give her all the support in the world and let her know where you're a hockey fan from. So it you know brings that community just a little bit closer. So Shelby, I'd like to thank you for coming on and sharing your story. And the door is always open. If you want to come back on and update us with how everything's going in the roller world, the door is always open for you to come in here and tell us about it. Perfect. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's an absolute honor. And I thank you for coming on. And if this is your first time here in Puckburg, you can follow the show on Twitter at HPuckburg, on Instagram here underscore N underscore Puckburg. We have a Facebook. And if you would like to come on the show and give your own puck tale, just email the show at here in Puckburg podcast at bellyupsports.com. So for Shelby and for myself, we'd like to thank you for coming by and stopping in here in Puckburg.